Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopp with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Layla Ways In. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I work with Dr. Hoffman. I also maintain a private practice here in New York. If you'd like to make an appointment, call Liz at 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. We're currently seeing patients in person here in Midtown Manhattan via telehealth via telephone, like that. So, and thank you for downloading these podcasts, for reading our newsletter, the Intelligent Medicine Newsletter, which you can get at drhoffman.com. You can sign up and you may unsubscribe at any time. It's free. For those of you who want to send questions, topics of interest, the email is radioprogram at aol.com. That's radio program at AOL.com. I want to talk to you today about a couple of things. And you know I talk about exercise. I talk about diet. That's what I do. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist. I want to talk about the beneficial effects of meditation on inflammation. Over the past two decades, mind-body interventions like meditation, mindfulness, these have all been gaining empirical support for their ability to lessen perceived stress, alleviate depression, reduce loneliness, down-regulate central inflammatory pathways, and benefit immune regulation. We need this now more than ever on this planet. This may be beneficial for people suffering from chronic inflammatory conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, and asthma, in which psychological stress always plays a role. Think about it. Inflammatory bowel disease, asthma, when we're stressed, it kind of feels like a kick in the gut or we have trouble breathing right? And of course, when our gut doesn't feel too good and we have trouble and or we have trouble breathing, we are psychologically stressed. It becomes a vicious 
cycle or a vicious circle. Now let's talk about meditation, inflammation, and biomarkers. And this is out of functional medicine. These are insights from uh, integrative and functional medicine. Emerging research highlights the likelihood of multiple distinct pathways underlying the effect of lifestyle interventions like meditation, mindfulness, and yoga, my favorite, on immune function and inflammation. In one randomized control trial, results indicated that mindfulness training may impact measurable brain circuits that produce inflammatory health benefits and may lower interleukin-6, that's IL-6, a biomarker of inflammation. Researchers have speculated that mindfulness may also be an effective tool in reducing elevated IL-6 in the bloodstream that can appear in patients who chronically abuse alcohol. Hello, lockdown people. Any day drinkers? Well, this, the use of alcohol has gone up many-fold during the year 2020. Uh, and unfortunately, many people are still continuing. Time to stop. A 2019 study in 72 adults found that greater mindfulness practice time was significantly associated with reduced IL-6 levels, suggesting that the level of engagement in mindfulness training may predict changes in the inflammatory pathophysiology in adults with alcohol dependence. So, a 2019 randomized controlled trial examined whether aerobic exercise and meditation could decrease systemic inflammation. The eight-week study found that exercise participants had decreased serum interferon gamma-inducible gamma protein 10. What is that? That is a chemokine associated with interferon activity and illness. Both post-intervention and 17 weeks later, whereas mindfulness meditation had a delayed effect on C-reactive protein, which you know is an important bioinflammatory marker, but it only lowered CRP at the 17-week assessment, which is still something. You know, mindfulness, mindfulness med meditation, or other forms of meditation, it's not like taking a pill, right? You need it to work on you. That has to be a kind of an evolution from within. So... Uh, let's talk about meditation, stress, and gut health. Exposure to chronic stressors may affect the risk of developing hypertension and type 2 diabetes, as inflammation has been shown to play an important role in the pathogenesis of these diseases. 
To this end, researchers studied whether brain education-based meditation, BEM, they're using as the acronym for brain education-based meditation, also known as brainwave vibration meditation, a version of a traditional mind-body training from Korea, may be beneficial for patients with these inflammatory diseases. In this small pilot study, compared to health education alone, brain education-based meditation helped to lower LDL cholesterol level and <clears throat> the inflammatory gene expression in patients and induced positive effects on self-reported mental and physical states. Wow. Mind over body. The power of the mind over, over how you feel. Chronic stress, and what it does to you physiologically, according to this, chronic stress has also been shown to affect the gut microbiome. We know this, yeah. The fight-or-flight response triggered by psychological stress typically prompts corticotropin-releasing hormone and catecholamine production, which ultimately disturbs the microbiota. <clears throat> In the absence of stress, a healthy microbiota produces short-chain fatty acids that exert anti-inflammatory and anti-tumor effects. During stress, an altered gut microbial population affects the regulation of neurotransmitters mediated by the microbiome and gut barrier function. So think about it. Chronic stress changes the microbiota. So I don't know how much that probiotic is helping if you're going to be under chronic stress, or it may not be as potent because of the chronic stress. But then again, all the more reason to take probiotics and prebiotics to help the microbiota maintain health. A 2017 study on the effects of stress and meditation on the immune system, human microbiota, and epigenetics found that meditation helps regulate the stress response, thereby suppressing chronic inflammatory states and maintaining healthy gut barrier function. So these studies add to a growing body of knowledge about stress and inflammation and their impacts on health as well as the role of, role of mindfulness in helping to prevent the effects. This continued research moves us toward a better understanding of how mindfulness, inter interve mindfulness interventions work, particularly regarding the training components that drive health-related benefits. All interesting information. Something else I want to talk to, about, uh, talk to you about pertaining to the inflammation we've been talking about is inflammation and food, right? Let's talk about mast cell activation, histamines, 
and inflammation. We're totally into a springtime pollen allergy period. You know, uh, the trees have been coming in, uh, flowers, grasses will be soon. They're already coming in, uh, at least here in the Northeast as well. So mast cells or granulated immune cells that are located at barrier sites on the body, such as the, the skin and the GI tract, they're known for their role in defense against pathogens and particularly bacteria. Also for neutralization of venom toxins, hello, snake bite, venom toxins, or spider bite, and for triggering allergic responses and anaphylaxis. Activated mast cells also recruit other innate and adaptive immune cells and can participate in tuning the immune response and are considered the major effector cells in allergic disorders. Mast cell stabilization is also the basis for medications that help reduce the symptoms of allergic and inflammatory conditions. Now, in recent years, low-grade inflammatory infiltration, often rich in mast cells in both the small and large bowel, has been observed in patients with irritable bowel syndrome, with IBS. Mast cells can be activated in the gut in an IgE-dependent way, right? Which plays a role in allergic reaction. So when activated, mast cells release bioactive substances performed in granules, histamine, enzymes, and newly synthesized cytokines, chemokines, and lipid metabolites. These mediators may participate in disease processes beyond allergy and IBS, including functional dyspepsia, inflammatory bowel disease, and intestinal infections. Biochemical and nutritional inadequacies contribute to immune response. Diamine oxidase, that's D-A-O, is an enzyme that's responsible for breaking down histamine. Low levels of D-A-O can, can cause histamine levels to rise and potentially lead to histamine sensitivity, chronic inflammation, <clears throat> or idiopathic mast cell activation syndrome, a condition in which the patient experiences repeated episodes of the symptoms of anaphylaxis, allergic symptoms such as hives, swelling, low blood pressure, difficulty breathing, and severe diarrhea. High levels of mast cell mediators are released during those episodes. So some patients with functional GI disorders have also been diagnosed as histamine intolerant based on low DAO values and improvement of, of symptoms with a histamine-reduced diet. A histamine-reduced diet is often something I administer to patients who need it. In a 2019 study, a significant increase of serum DAO levels was found in patients with strict and occasional low histamine diet compliance. So low histamine diet is helpful. 
Another recent study found that vitamin D may be required to maintain the stability of mast cells and a deficiency of vitamin D may result in mast cell activation. Increasing evidence indicates that mast cells are involved in many diseases. Research suggests, get this, that psoriasis, atopic dermatitis, interstitial cystitis, and asthma have strong association with mast cells. Cancer, IBS, arthritis, multiple sclerosis, coronary artery disease, and obesity have a medium association. This is so interesting. Research also suggests that patients with urticaria, that's hives, a common skin condition that can be caused by a release of mediators such as histamine, have also shown improvement on a histamine-free diet. I've seen that in my own practice almost every time. Study participants restricted foods with high histamine levels for four weeks, including foods such as tuna, mackerel, pork, spinach, as well as fermented foods like sauerkraut, yogurt, cheese, wine, and beer. There were significant clinical improvements in urticaria severity and plasma histamine levels were significantly reduced after the histamine-free diet. In 2018, a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study suggested that DAO may be involved in the pathogenic cascade of chronic, spontaneous, urticarial, and migraine, and that DAO supplementation could be effective for symptom relief in patients with low DAO levels in serum. So let's talk about anti-inflammatory foods to support immune health. Rather than focusing entirely on removing foods, functional medicine and nutrition also seeks to support immune health. What foods are known to fight inflammation and stabilize mast cells naturally? The following list is a selection of anti-inflammatory foods. Let's start. Oh, here's a favorite of mine, which I eat several times a week, watercress. And it's an antioxidant superstar. It's a cruciferous vegetable that's considered one of the most nutrient-dense plants commonly available. One study showed that watercress inhibits 60% of all histamines released from mast cells. Of the 15 compounds isolated, flavanols and megastigmanes, wow, megastigmanes, significantly inhibit histamine release. Onions, including spring onions, scallions, are an all-important prebiotic food. Onions have been shown to inhibit histamine release, stabilize mast cells, and even lower histamine levels extracellularly in blood plasma. One study suggests that quercetin, found in onions, is a promising candidate as an effective mast cell inhibitor for allergic and inflammatory disease. In two pilot clinical trials, quercetin significantly decreased contact dermatitis 
and photosensitivity, skin conditions that don't respond to conventional treatment. Let's talk about some others. Turmeric has a powerful anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. I've talked a lot about turmeric here, right? So take it, use it in your food, use the seasoning. Apples are not so much rich in one nutrient, but instead have a wide range of flavonoids and polyphenols. A randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, the scientific gold standard, in 33 patients suggests that apple polyphenols found in the peel of the apple are effective in alleviating symptoms of persistent allergic rhinitis. Peaches, a 2010 study suggests that peaches inhibit mast cell-derived allergic inflammation. The inhibitory effect of peaches on pro-inflammatory cytokines was nuclear factor, NF-kappa-B dependent. Not that you needed to know that. You need to know that it can inhibit mast cell-derived allergic inflammation. Brazil nuts, yes, selenium. They have lots of selenium. And one single Brazil nut can provide more than twice the recommended dietary allowance of selenium. A 2013 study showed that selenium-treated mast cells revealed significant decrease in concentration of histamine. In addition, a slight reduction of histamine release by the selenium-treated cells was observed based on the study's intracellular and extracellular assessments. The study demonstrated the beneficial effects of supplemental selenium in attenuating clinical manifestations of allergy and asthma. Fiber. Consistent with the reported health benefits on other immune cells, studies suggest that dietary fiber, especially polysaccharides and oligosaccharides and metabolites can regulate mast cell function. Mast cell function has been shown to be susceptible to the immunoregulatory effects of dietary fiber on butyrate. So personalized nutritional intervention is in order here if you have trouble with histamine or inflammation and allergic reaction. So there you go. In my reporting to you this week, from Integrative and Functional Medicine. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Weighs In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.